You are listening to the Calvary Church Podcast, where each episode features a life-transforming message that was previously recorded in one of our services. And now, let's join a service that's already in progress. In Costa Rica, thank you for your work that you're doing right here, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I just got the numbers this week from our national secretary in Costa Rica that we've seen 447 were baptized in Jesus' name in 2022. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 350 have now received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I wish I could report we had more, but I, leave, I believe the best is yet to come. I believe 2023 is going to be the best year yet for Costa Rica. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving. Thank you for praying. Thank you for sending us. Thank you for sending Mama and Papa McGehe to go with us. We thank you. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're believing for more souls. We're believing to get our Bible school revamped and started this year. I believe as we train them and send them out to the unreached areas of Costa Rica, they'll begin to win their friends and their families one by one by one. Hallelujah. We have 65 churches across the country. I'm believing for more. I'm believing we're going to start more churches. We're going to see God do more greater things in Costa Rica. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, thank you for making it happen. Thank you for giving. You saw in the video um, Sunday school material, construction material. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. May God bless you. We love you today. It is an honor to be here. If you will stand this morning for the reading of the word, if you'll turn to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse number 3. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. God bless each and every one of you. When you have it, you may shout, Amen. Amen. The reading of the word this morning says in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Call unto me. For just a few moments, I want to talk to us on the thought of cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord in this house today. You'll put your Bibles down. If you'll raise your hands and you'll raise your needs, just begin to speak the name of Jesus again. Just begin to cry out to him right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I speak your name over every situation. Oh, Father, I pray today in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, mighty God. I give you glory and honor today. God, from this moment forward, not my word and not my will. Father, I pray they hear your word and your will from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, let the church shout, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Cry out. You see, while we were working and living in Guatemala as Amers, we had some dear friends, and they had a, a young baby girl. And one particular afternoon, the, it got late in the day, and the wife decided she was going to make a pot of beans, a bean soup. We all know that's what we eat in those countries is beans and rice. And 
The husband was out working in the field. He would take a machete and he would cut corn day after day after day. And so uh, he was out working long and the wife thought, well, if I can just get home and put on a pot of wood, put wood, fire, put the beans on the pot, I'll, I'll start our dinner. So it was that she gathered the firewood and began to build her fire, put the pot, the water, the beans then she began to look for some garlic and onion. She realized she didn't have any garlic and onion, but she thought, I'll just wait for my husband to come home, and I'll run to the store and pick it up to the market. And so it was a little short time thereafter. Her husband came home, and he was tired. He was hot. He was hungry. She said, my love, if you will just watch this pot of beans on this fire, I'm going to run to the market. I'm going to pick up onions and garlic, and I'll be right back. And he said, no problem, I got it, and lady grabs her things, she runs out the front door, and just as the door closes, she yells back, oh, by the way, our daughter's asleep in her room. He didn't pay no attention. He grabbed a chair, he pulled it up by the fire. We've all sat around a fire, they pop, they crack, they smell good, embers fly off. And Well, after a short minute, as this young man was asleep, that fire began to heat the water, the water began to boil over, the water began to stir the embers in that fire. All of a sudden, one flew out of the fire and landed on a curtain in the kitchen. It caught fire, began to, uh, the flames began to spread, the smoke began to fill that kitchen area, caught the wall on fire. When the, the, that room was completely engulfed in the smoke, it woke the young man up. He thought, oh my goodness, my house is on fire. He began to try to put it out. When he realized he couldn't put his fire out, he ran out the front door. And so now he's standing out in the front yard, and he's watching his house go up in flames. By this time, the young lady had made it to the market. She'd received, bought, bought the beans, bought the, bought the garlic, bought the onions. When she was in there, she noticed some other ladies talking about this fire coming from a distance. And she thought, oh, my, that don't sound good. And so she finished her purchases, and she went out the door. And when she did, she saw a trail of smoke coming from a direction of their house, but she thought nothing of it. She began to walk quickly, and the closer she got, the more she realized that, I think that's my house on fire. She dropped her bags. She ran to the front yard, and when she got there, there's her husband, and the neighbors are now all standing out, gathered on the front lawn. He's telling them about everything he's about to lose, and all that's on the mind of this mom is, Where's our daughter at? And she looked at him and said, what do you mean, where's our daughter at? She went with you to the market. He said, no. She uh, stayed back. She was asleep in her room. He said, no, I thought she went with you to the market. She said, no, she didn't. By this time, there was no way to re-enter that home. And as the man began to think, what am I going to do? He knew if he grabbed a, a, an axe out of the shed, he could begin to chop a hole back in the back of her room and try to get her out. By this time, the flames had gotten to the room, the smoke had begun to fill the room, but the young girl was asleep on the floor. When she heard her dad starting to chop at, that, at, the, at the side of that house, she began to wake up. She began to cry out, Daddy! Daddy! Mommy! Daddy! Where are you? Daddy! Where are you? I can't see you! Daddy! There's fire! That young man began to chop at the side of that house, and he was able to reach in and pull his daughter to safety just in a nick of time. Hallelujah. Praise God. My brothers and my sisters that are here today, we come to tell you that maybe your house is on fire. Maybe you're in a situation that you can't control, but if you'll cry out, Jesus! 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. If you'll just begin to speak that name, if you'll just begin to cry out to him today, he'll come to the rescue. Hallelujah. He'll come. He'll be right on time. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. We got to be willing to cry out. That young lady, she cried out. That young girl cried out. And her daddy came to the rescue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible is full of stories of men and women that cried out to God and he responded. Right. In the book of 1 Kings, chapter 18, it's the story of Elijah. Elijah came unto all the people and he said, How long have you been between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if bow, then follow him. The word says, and the people answered him, not a word. He said, here's what we're going to do. Let me get them, to, uh, let, let them therefore give me two bullocks. Let me choose one bullock for themselves and cut it into pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under it and cut it into pieces. But put no fire under it, and I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under it. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. On down in verse number 27, and it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them. He was laughing at them. He was poking fun of them. He said, cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or pre-adventure. He sleepeth, ha, 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 and must be awakened. And they cried. They cried aloud begin to cut themselves after the manner with knives and lancets as their custom till the blood gushed out. And it came to pass, the midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer. They cried out, but no one answered them. Nor any regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. He took 12 stones of the according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob. Unto whom the word of the Lord came saying, Israel shall be thy name. And he put the wood in order and he cut the bullock in pieces and he laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels of water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and the wood. He said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. He said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. Twelve barrels of water overflowing this altar. Twelve barrels of water where they said, put no fire under it. You see, Elijah knew who his God was. He knew that his God was about to respond. He had confidence today. Come on, my brothers and my sisters. We can have that same confidence. It may look bad on the outside, but Jesus is on the inside. Jesus is here today. Hallelujah. This peace that's here today, if you don't know it, 
It's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you're here today and you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, if you're here today and you've never been baptized with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you can receive that today. Hallelujah. That's what Elijah felt, and he knew it, and he had confidence in his God. And the water ran about that altar and filled the trenches. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word, his word, his will, not my word, not your word, but his word, his will, his time. Hallelujah. And he began to pray, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the Lord responded, the fire of the Lord fell, consumed the dust, licked up all the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God. Hallelujah. The Lord, he is the God. Hallelujah. Come on, that same God that was in the Old Testament is the same God that's here today. That same Come on, whatever you have need of today, if you'll just speak it out today in Jesus' name, if you'll cry out to him today, he will respond. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We got to cry out to the Lord today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord, church my husband is preaching about crying out to God. The Bible is full of stories where we can see people, men and women that cry out to God and the Lord answered. Another story is found when we saw Barry Mills. He was a blind man, but he heard that Jesus Christ was passing by and, when, and he started to feel all the commotion. So he asked, what's going on? What's happening? He said, they said, Jesus is passing by. And when he heard that Jesus was the one passing by, he started to cry out and he started to say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the people said, no, hold your peace, hold your peace. But the Bible says that he cried much more and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He was desperate. He was tired. He knew his condition. He was blind. But he knew that right there was the answer to her prayers. That right there, everything was possible because Jesus Christ was the one passing by. The Bible says that when Jesus heard him, because he was crying out, he stood, he stood still. And he said, and he asked them, to bring him forth. And then he said, what is it? What is it that you need? Lord, that I may receive my sight. And he said, receive thy sight, that your faith has made thee whole. Church, sometimes you have to be desperate. Sometimes you pray and pray, and sometimes you may start to feel weary and tired, and you don't see where the answer is coming from. But you have to continue crying out unto God. Get desperate. Doesn't matter what the world tells you. Doesn't even matter what your family says. Let them think that you're crazy. Let them think whatever they want, because you have to keep your eyes on Jesus and keep crying out to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Hallelujah. He 
what we need. He's our answer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to share with you a testimony. In Guatemala, there was an 18-year-old woman, and one day she was home alone. And all of a sudden, she heard a uh, knock on the door. She went running downstairs. She opened a little window that was in that door, and then she said, yes, who is this? A man looked at her, and, and, she, and he said, hey, cousin, how are you? She looked at him, and she said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know you. And he said, that's okay. Hey, but how's your dad, Miguel, your uh, mom, Ligia, your aunts, your uncles, grandpa, grandma? He mentioned everybody with, by name and last name. After a while, she thought, okay, he's part of my family because he knows everybody. So then it started to rain real hard, and she thought, oh, if he's part of the family, I don't want him to get wet. So she opened the door, she invited him in, and then she said, why don't you wait right here in the garage? I'm going to run upstairs, and I'm going to call my mom. And he said, okay. She went running upstairs, but right before she was able to grab the phone, the man was standing behind her. She got a little nervous. And he said, may I make a phone call? She said, yes, you may. She handed him the phone. He made a phone call. And then he said, I am in. I am in the house. Then he hung up. And then he asked for a glass of water. She gave him a glass of water. Then he asked for a second and a third glass of water. When he drank the third glass of water, he put it on the countertop. And then he pulled out a drawer. And that's when they kept the kitchen knives. He pulled one of those knives. And he looked at her. And he said, give me all the valuable things that are in your house or I'm going to kill you. She was in shock, she didn't know what to do. And the only words that came out of her mouth were, if you do something to me, you're going to be in trouble because I am a daughter of God. Amen. In that moment, the man got so mad and because he heard the word God. And he pulled the girl by the hair, he started to bash her head against a concrete wall. When she couldn't stand it, she fell, and then he started to stomp on her and punch her and stomp on her and punch her. Then he grabbed the knife, and when he was getting ready to stick it on her, to stick the knife on her throat, she thought, oh no, I'm here all alone. There's nobody here that can help me. But if I cry out, if I call unto the name of Jesus, he can make a way. So with all her strength, she started to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In that moment, God gave her the strength to bend that knife. They started to fight against each other. Then he tried to break her neck three times, but she continued on to call unto the name of Jesus. He finally realized that he wasn't going to be able to kill her, so he decided to leave. She made a phone call. She asked for help. They rushed her to the hospital. And when she was laying on the hospital bed, she turned to her right, and right there was a tall, big, dark shadow that was just leaning over, looking at her stomach. She knew that that was the shadow of death, and that something had happened to her stomach. Her dad showed up, and, and, and she told him, Dad, the shadow of that is right here. Something has happened to my stomach. But if we call into the name of Jesus, and if we praise him, he can make a way. Yes. They gather around that hospital bed. They start to worship him. They start to pray and call into his name. The doctor showed up, and he said, she needs a surgery. She's been stabbed 17 times. She's losing so much blood. We, we need to take her now. They took her out. When they turned right, she stepped up a little bit, and she saw when the shadow of that turned into the opposite direction. In that moment, she realized that God had already made a way and that he was answering to her cry. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
it wasn't easy. After that, she had to struggle with a lot of health issues, a lot of situations. She, when she finally got married and got to the point that she wanted to have a baby, the doctors told her that she wasn't going to be able to because of all the scar tissue that her body had made. But they continued to cry unto God and they continued to believe. Finally, one night, she had a dream and she was holding a pregnancy test and she saw three stripes and she asked the Lord, Lord, what does the third stripe mean? And the Lord told her that you are indeed pregnant. The next day she woke up and she told her husband, I'm gonna take a pregnancy test because I think I'm pregnant. So they, she did and she was pregnant. They rejoiced with God. They thanked him for everything that he had done. Six months passed, and all of a sudden she starts feeling very sick. They rushed her back to the hospital. And then they found that one of the uh, punctures that happened when she was 18 was left in her diaphragm. So when the baby started to grow, the belly started to grow, that hole became bigger. And when the baby started to kick, he pushed her intestines up in the diaphragm. They said she needs to have a C-section and we need to repair that hernia. They took her to the, to the surgery room. They did a C-section. The doctors came out and they told her husband, you uh, have to, the baby's born, he's fine. Just, you have to prepare to leave the hospital by yourself because this is a very complicated surgery and we don't know if she's gonna make it. Doctors went back, they played it along. But meanwhile, him and his family started to cry down to God and they started to believe that God could move one more time in her life. Five hours later, the doctors came out and, and they said she lived. Church family, that's why we came today to tell you to cry out to God. I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know what your mountain, what your giant is, but I know the God that we have, and he's an awesome, wonderful God. Doesn't matter what we're going through in our life, he is the way maker. He's an awesome God, and he can make a way where there seems to be no way. Cry out unto God. Doesn't matter the circumstance. I know that he is going to answer to you. Because that woman in the story, it was me when I was 18 years ago. And the kid that is sleeping in Papa's lap is the baby that God gave me. And I know and I'm 100% sure that our God is mighty. There is nothing to hard for a king of kings than to our Lord. Remember who our God is. Remember. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the Creator. He's the Healing. He's the Everlasting Father. He's the Great I Am. He's the 
And in closing, I'd like to read Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19. The Bible reads, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fall, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. But what are they saying? Even when everything is going against you, even when nothing is working out for you, even when you cannot see the way out, even when everything fails, verse 18 says, yet, yet, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength and he will and he will make me to walk upon my high places. Yet you can still rejoice in your trial. Yet you can still rejoice in the darkest time. Yet you can say the Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet my high feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. Yet rejoice in the Lord. Cry out unto God. Trust him. Believe in him. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. Call it to the name of Jesus. Call it to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I share with you my testimony, it's for you to know God, to trust him, to believe in him, not to feel sorry for me or to tell you that I'm somebody because I'm nobody. I'm just a common ordinary Guatemalan girl. But it's for you to know that that's the kind of God that we serve. If he did that for me, he can do that for you. There's nothing too hard for our God. And we serve the same God. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Call out to the name of Jesus. Call out to him in the name of the Lord. Amen. Can we stand to our feet all over this house today? Could you just begin to speak that name, Jesus, once again? Hallelujah. I speak it over my family. I speak it over my trial. I speak the name of Jesus over my job right now. I speak the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 This altar is open right here, right now. Why don't you grab the hand of the one sitting beside you and come to the front right here? Why don't you bring your situation, your trial? I may not know what it is today, but God knows what it is. He doesn't, I don't may not know your name, but he knows your name. He knows your trial, your situation. He knows what's going on right here, right now. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Begin to cry out to the name of Jesus right here, right now. Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus. God, you responded back then. You can respond today. God, you did a miracle for my family and my wife, Guatemala and Costa Rica. God, you can do it again today. God, for my friends that are here today, for my family, oh God, I pray today in Jesus' name. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. In Jesus' name, we love you. May God bless you. Let's
This podcast was brought to you by the Calvary Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information about the Calvary Church, please visit our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Consider joining us for a service where you will find friendly people, high-energy music, and life-transforming preaching and teaching from a biblical worldview. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.